Those details coming up in about 20 minutes. The Money Show. The Markets. A uh, disappointing close on markets, down about a quarter of 1% on the day. Sibuniso Ngomalo is our market commentator. He's a portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. You've just been listening to Shamil Joseph talking Vodacom. It's not a bad set of results, and it's a set of results hopefully positioning the company for greater growth into the future, Sibuniso. Yes, it is, Bruce. Good evening to you and good evening to your listeners. But, Bruce, I'm going to start somewhere else and then we'll, we'll come sure. to Vodacom. So there are a series of trading updates and one or two results that we're going to talk about this evening. And going through all of them, um, it reminded me there's this publication that we put out called Long-Term Perspectives. And uh, in that publication, we've calculated that if you had invested in South African equities for 92 years, you had a return of about 13.6%. And that's actually one of the best returns globally over the period of 92 years. Now, why am I mentioning this? I'm mentioning this because if you can run a business in South Africa and run it well and survive all that South Africa has, actually, that is a job that should be recommended, that should be commended, actually. And so, Bruce, with that, I look at all of these results. There's talk about higher interest rates. There's a RAND volatility. There's commodity prices up. There's oil prices up. There's load shedding to deal with. With that, then, let us come to Vodacom. So, Vodacom... Is- no, I, I, want to, I, want to, I want to just uh, just address a little yeah. elephant with you on this one here, Sibonu. So, I mean, 92 is a, is a weird time frame. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, to be fair, and, I mean, I accept your data, and I accept you absolutely, and I, and I agree with your principle that South Africa is actually a remarkable investment destination, and our recency yeah. bias that says, well, during the Zuma years was disastrous, and our, you know, the last year has not been great, and the 18 months before that... You can pick any time frame and a time frame that suits you to give you the outcome that you want. 92 years feels like one of those, oh, we can't go to 100 because it wasn't very good. 90 wasn't great. Let's pick 92. That'll give us the best possible return number um, that we can do. Um, You can pick any start date that suits you in these things, can you not? That is true, Bruce. But the, the point that I suppose I'm trying to make here is that actually South African companies are fairly resilient. They've had a lot to deal with in our history. And actually, some of them are run by exceptionally capable people who've got to adapt and actually still grow businesses in some really adverse circumstances. So for me, I suppose I'm looking at the management of South African companies and I'm clapping my hands and I'm saying, these guys have got to deal with some extraordinary complexity yes and actually they produce some decent returns i concur i absolutely talk to me about vodacom your impressions yes so bruce revenue on a normalized basis a comparable basis was up five percent but operating profit down five percent um and uh we saw um the dividend the interim dividend for the six month down 19 percent and as you spoke to shamil increased debt levels there are losses in their startup in ethiopia and obviously, they spent two billion rand on batteries in six months. And just to think about that as pressure on a business, Vodacom is a fantastic business um, with some good growth prospects in Africa, especially in financial services. Um, and so, a very decent result under the circumstances. But the market said no, it's down six point one percent. Tough times. And, and, and nailing Telcom in the process as well. Of course, Telcom was the bell of the ball just a month ago. Everybody wanted a piece of Telcom or give themselves yeah. a piece of themselves to Telcom. And Telcom's trading update not reflecting a, a, a very happy ship there either. No, not at all, Bruce. And again, even that one has got quite a lot because Telcom came out with a trading update 
and said, hey, we've got a few challenges here. So if you look at telecoms earnings, telecoms earnings talked about, hey, we've got um, earnings are going to halve. They're going to be between 45 and 55% lower. Um, and that's not an encouraging outcome. Then they talked about how maintenance costs and service costs reflect an increased mobile network costs over the period. And so, again, they're talking about cost pressure, um, lots of and load shedding, and how much they had to spend quite a lot of money keeping their network intact. They talk about some savings, but those aren't that material. And so, again, earnings are under immense pressure in the South African companies. Yeah. Um, what about a couple of others today? I mean, uh, if there is an exception to that, it's certainly ShopRite. It came out with a quarterly update, and uh, the market absolutely loved what ShopRite's getting up to. It certainly is the pick of the bunch in terms of uh, delivering the sorts of returns to shareholders that they would like to see in that re- food retail space. Yes, uh, and, uh, and as a happy shareholder, Bruce, this has been a, a fantastic one. Um, ShopRite, now here, yeah, this is a quarterly update up to September, so um, July, August, and September. But now the key about these numbers, they're comparing it to a period which had the, the riots last year. So the numbers are going to be good, um, but nonetheless, the devil's in the details. The details actually are reflecting actually great numbers. So if you look at what happened in ShopRite, they tell us that the, the, the retail um, segment is up 19.9%. Um, in South Africa. But they're saying their internal price inflation, this is food, shop price of food business is for the quarter is up 8.2%. That's an incredible amount of money. Um, I mean, uh, an incredible inflation number. Market share gains, though, for the fourth quarter were 1.4%. Shop price has been gaining market share um, in South Africa for 43 months. They've been winning in every single segment that they're in. And that's actually been brilliant. What about Rhodes Food Group? Their biggest customer, of course, is Woolworths, and um, they they uh, produce the cows that produce the milk that goes into the bottles at Woolworths. They also uh, make lots of the ready meals and things. Are they flying? They should be, considering the sort of business Woolworths does in its food division. Now, in, in theory, they are, um, because the results are saying, hey, we're expecting earnings to be up between 54 and 59 percent. Um, than the previous period. But the comparable period was a period of some really poor results. And so, therefore, that number doesn't paint the actual truth. But they themselves start talking about, hey, we were not able to price inflation. So you've got to think, Rhodes Food Group is a food producer. And so they go to the farmers, they agree with the farmers, they buy ingredients, they package the food, and they give it to the retailers, like Woolworths. Um, they also supply some to ShopRite. So what then happens is that you've got big retailers in South Africa, ShopRite, Pick and Pay, Spa, etc. These guys know that they've got power and they've got dominance, and they squeeze companies like Rhodes Food Group. And so their inability to price input cost inflation, and, and they hear they'll tell you like mainly in canned meats and vegetables and pies, that's the nature of these businesses. And so therefore, they always have a lag in trying to recover their margins. So yes, the number deceptively looks good as a recovery, but actually, the business is under pressure. And the higher inflation stays, the more pressure that they'll be here. Always so interesting. Thank you, Sibonis Ongomaro. We must leave it there. Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Time now for your very latest eyewitness news. It's brought to you by Khalid.